all right guys we are here today fly high wi-fi's weekly pot well bi-weekly podcast with a new time new date um trying something new try to reach different viewers try to reach different audience and see what works better so we can get more uh we'll say interaction with the chat or viewers and everything so we can get direct connection with you guys um this is also uploaded on your what is it spotify i believe spotify and youtube so you guys can also follow us there uh fly high wi-fi podcast on spotify if you would like to listen to the past podcast Alyssa does a great job of editing and getting them put up so today's topic is spiritual coping and then oh what's the other guy's name david goggins yeah david goggins and the mental toughness that was brought up in our last podcast to kind of okay. talk about um so we'll talk about him a little bit all right uh today we have marksman or as we know him chase also um all five oh, no. foot four of them so <laughs> another veteran another another good buddy of ours and also a member of the fly high wi-fi team uh jer bear's not here today ben's not here today so we invited marks to be here um glad, glad to have you buddy let's say you ready to get this thing started yep um so spiritual coping facts section is going to be a little short just because it is kind of personal based based on what people believe there's so many religions out there so many spiritual concepts out there that it is all personal based so i'm gonna kind of spitball some uh facts that i found and some of the research that's been done and then kind of we're gonna talk back and forth a little bit on what i what i've said in like in the factual aspect and the kind of what we have experienced marks i don't know what your background is spiritual wise i know ryan's background slightly um so we'll just kind of bounce back and forth you can share in the chat like your experiences as well so that'd be like the spiritual coping part of it um so spiritual coping has shown to be helpful in physical and mental health both um this is a hard, like I said, this one's a hard one to study just because there's so many different ideas and opinions out there. So again, like even in the counseling world, a counselor can't like impose their own beliefs on somebody. So like if you come in with your beliefs, they have to start to study your beliefs so that they can help you along your journey. So say I'm a Christian believer and the person that comes in a catholic believer they just study the catholic religion to be able to help you within your catholic beliefs uh so that's where it gets kind of fuzzy because you're crossing a belief system that they may have been raised on so it's very hard to kind of bring this into a counseling session so it's really on the client or the person to dig deep into this coping source uh, according to the i nih there are both positive and negative religious coping symptoms. So there's more positive that has been seen, but there still are negatives to it, just like anything. Um, the positive ones are that it does give you a hope and faith background or like a base that you can build upon. No matter what the belief is, it gives them something to believe in and look forward to. Uh, however, the negative aspect of it is 
they can take from the learning that they could be punished and not adapt well within it. Uh, those with a positive impact have seen to have an increase in resilience and quicker growth in their uh, healing process. And then the last thing that I found was there was a study in LA about 10 years ago that uh, had 406 people and it, 80% of those people decided to do the spiritual coping background. So if you've read into the study, it talked about what those 80% of people like did. And that's like their belief systems. At the end of it, all of them seen improvements. And actually all of them started to increase their religious activities and based on whatever they uh, chose. And that's like based on their religion or spiritual background. So it didn't have to be like religion. It was some type of spiritual aspect that they were doing. So that's what I got. Because again, it's a hard one to. It is, it is very hard because it's it's such a broad topic because there is so many different types of religion that do different things over everything, right? Or yeah, and even coping. like as a Christian person under the denominations, there's at least twenty eight different Christian denominations. Absolutely. So like, uh, it's hard, like I was saying, even as like a counselor, you can't impose your own beliefs on somebody. So if you have somebody that comes in and is like, I want to practice and use the spiritual coping as like a practice, but I'm Mormon, you have to start studying right. like that Mormon Mormonism, religion. Yeah. Even if you don't believe it, you have to start studying it to be able to help that person. Right. And that's, that's kind of something that we did. I know on my deployments, we had to study the Quran, right? To kind of to understand their mindset and their religion that they they follow, uh, I probably actually in complete open honesty with me, I have never been deep into the Bible. I've never been deep into religion. Um, my whole family has never pushed us to go to church. My grandma was very very religious Catholic. Every Sunday was there. Um, I grew up in. Like we all know my background with drug addiction with my mom and everything like that. So I didn't have a whole lot of church then. And then my dad worked all the time. So we never, we never really pushed. My dad is a believer in Christ. My brother, Denny is a deacon at his own church. My brother, Jerry Lee and his wife are also involved in their church very deeply. My sister, not so much. Then we kind of go along the same lines with our spiritual, like in our religious guidance, because it's just hard for me because the things that I've had to see and do to survive it, I don't have that feeling that a, a lot of people are like, well, you'll know when it's there. And I, I haven't had that come to Jesus moment, if you will say. And I've never been shy about it, but I've never dogged anybody for their religion in any way. If they believe, it's because that's what we're allowed to do as humans. It's free will, right? One of the biggest things that people say Jesus gives you is free will. You, They're like, well, why is there always bad in the world if he controls all or whatever it's it still comes down to free will you can't have good without bad so it's our choices is free will it and i do i i feel that part of the religion side of it but as far as like the higher power that stuff i haven't i haven't haven't had that moment so there's a lot of gray areas that i don't 
I don't like gray areas. I like black and white. Right. <laughs> so, and that's where religion comes into the hard part is having that faith for me. And then the belief is, so it's really, it, re it relies on my faith and who I am as a person. So I, I don't have that faith in that yet. So, mm. but it, it's a lot very deep it's, i would say it's deep and like i said it's hard to find like studies that are very solid on it because it is based on the individual it's there's no true science on it i feel because it's all based on what you're saying right there it's all on the individual and truly how they believe it's it's sitting something in front of somebody and telling them you're sitting an orange in front of somebody and you convincing them that it's purple it's it it's what that person believes truly. And I, I can go with you. I am in my faith right now. I have struggled with my faith my entire life. And right. it's for a lot of reasons what you were saying. I grew up I grew up going to church. My family, very big. I was baptized in a Baptist Christian church. I'm no longer a Baptist Christian. Same. Um, because you're taught, like, all this different stuff of, like, God gives his toughest battles to his strongest warriors. I'm actually in a different denomination of Christian because if you read the Bible and this is what I'm being taught. So again, I don't want to like ruffle anybody's feather, but what I believe is the bad doesn't come from God. If you read within the Bible, there's certain verses that the earth is ran by the wicked one. So the devil. Okay. And eventually God will make everything better. And that's like at the end of the system and that it's going into deeper things. Like what I, I'm not trying to like dump my beliefs on people. That's right. what I'm trying to like, but like the end of these things, God will make all that pain go away. Okay. But right now the devil is running the world and that's why you see so much bad. It's not from God. Right. And it's, it's like a deeper, when you look into like all the philosophy and all the like uh, different like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, like the scrolls and whatnot that they've had of like telling the future and whatnot. It's all like planned out. So like there is like the kind of predetermined stuff, but we all have free will because God wants you to love him freely. Exactly. So he can't force you to love him. But it's just like different stuff like that. When you read the Bible, it also can be perceived different ways. So someone can read that and perceive it that maybe in that moment, God was the wicked one. And that's. That's one of the biggest things that I've said since we do all this stuff. You're the way you perceive, perceive things. That moment is the mood, mood set you're in. You could read the same thing seven different times and come out seven different outlooks of it because the way you're in that. hundred percent. And that's just something that I've stood by for a long time in my belief, right? So there's mm -hmm. there's that belief that I have in them things. Like it, for me right now, and my faith and hope, I don't believe I'm being tested by God. I believe Satan's testing me. Right. Uh, then that's so, very, and that's that's a good point, though. You never, who's truly testing you? Mm -hmm. You know, all three of us are different. So like, other than like, <laughs> so yeah, and I got baptized and everything too. But, like, the whole, like, belief in God thing, I 100% believe. But, like, I don't go to church anymore. 
um i pray sometimes you know but like i believe he's there but like i don't believe you have to go buy the book you know what i mean see like, everybody's different I mean, and that's where i come from and my brother once told me he goes it's not god that leaves you it's you that leaves god mm -hmm. right so that made me wonder one day i was like well Am I living the life that I'm supposed to be living because this is what he wants for me? But that's where free will comes into play. You determine which direction you want. But you say you've been baptized. You don't go to church very often and you pray sometimes, right? So one of the mm -hmm. biggest things that I've always taken from all of this is church isn't where you have to serve God, right? They say it's not in church that you have to serve. You have to serve him anytime, any place, anytime you can, right? Yep. It doesn't just happen on Sundays or Saturday nights when you go or Wednesdays at for Catholic services or sometimes on Wednesday nights, correct? Like there's yeah. these dates and times that they put, but crazy that I know all this, but I don't really I used to go that's <laughs> no, I used to go every Sunday and Wednesday. So, so yeah. But this is me. I study things even though I don't have a belief in them, I'm trying to be very knowledgeable because I respect other people's beliefs and the way they go about things. And you can't learn if you don't know. Like, and it's also everybody's and like you cannot believe too. And that's perfectly like that's and this is where I'm going to say everybody's re relationship and spiritual journey is their own. Right. It's like and I'm going to say like my relationship with God or friendship with God or whatever you want to say is like my relationship with Ryan. It's different than my friendship. Like, Marks, your friendship with Ryan is different yeah. than my friendship with Ryan. It's not. It's never going to be the same. It's all going to be different. You're going to give what you can. You're going to do what you can. Right. And that's... And, again, this is where it comes with, like, the spiritual coping. It's so touchy because it's, like, everybody's journey, again, like, where if we go back to, like, the mental health stuff, everyone's going to be different, again, and their beliefs and what they need and all of it. And then you add in the spiritual aspect, just kind of, like, implodes itself because then it's, like, this whole other thing of it's what you need on top of even another web of what you need and what you believe, and you kind of mush it together. So it's just, like, this what do you do? And right. it's all about the person. Right. So as far as like spiritual coping, I know a lot of methods, a lot of people fall to their knees and pray when they're in a dark time, right? And they rely on God to pull them out of it. They don't give up and give off their religious beliefs. They they lean on him more than than they ever have, especially in the dark times. It's some people actually look for that light. And the other people blame God. So there's they're both sides of the ball game here. You got the people that are and like, Why are you doing this to me? What did I do wrong? And then there's the other people that no matter what, they still rush to his side and still beg for him to bring him out of this. So it's again your mindset. Because that mm -hmm. same person and that was bending and begging for his help could be the person blaming the next breath. And I again can speak to that when I was younger when my mom committed suicide i left the church that's when i left the church the first time i was like nope this is how can you let something like this happen to a 12 year old yeah like i don't get it i'm gonna leave 
And then when I lost Tyler, I went back to the church. And it wasn't like I was begging. I just was like, all right, well, I left the church. Things didn't seem to get better. I mean, like, my life, I won't say my life was bad. But, like, I still lost somebody I loved. So I was in the church, lost somebody I loved. I was out of the church, lost somebody I would probably say I loved even more. So I went back. Let's see, like, if there's a different result. And that that was kind of my mindset was, and Tyler, he was super religious. I mean, I'm sure he didn't really show that in gaming world, but, like, Mm -hmm. he would pray. He was very much, like, and he's Catholic, so he is even, That explains a lot of the stubbornness, then, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He, and he, so he believed wholeheartedly, like, in this, so I was like, all right, well, like, I'm going to go back, no, I'm definitely not going to go, like, back that way, but I'm going to go back to, like, something else. And right. I don't necessarily, like, I'm not perfect by no means, but I tell them I do Bible studies, I read the Bible. I don't need somebody to, like, preach to me, but the Bible is where I believe I'm going to learn the most. I got a guy at work that every day he tells me Jesus loves you. And as much as we talk crap to each other all day long and dog each other, and he's like, I'm going to bring you to the pearly gates with me. He like, he's not pushing it. He says it in a joking manner, but he just wants me to have a belief. He wants me to walk the same road that he wants is because he has that faith and that belief in Jesus that he's going to guide him through the right way. And I'm just like, dude, until I feel it, until he was like, God could walk right in front of you right now and tell you your whole name, everything that you've done in your life. And you're like, it's just an illusion. And I'm like, stop, <laughs> dude. Like, I'm not that bad, but gray doesn't work for me. So like, it it's just something tough for me to explain. That's for like, when we're not on podcast and everybody's got like an hour. So... Yeah. <laughs> We'll leave it at that one. Um, I'd love to have that conversation with you, Ryan. Well, absolutely. It's, we will, too. We can do it one day. Um, <laughs> not today is not what Not today, because I don't want to get everybody into that one. Um, but I don't know. I've watched so many different aspects. And being deployed, I watched some people that would never be religious go religious going through what we did. Right? They dogged, like, oh, you're... Lord and Savior's not here to save you now, is he? And the next yeah. thing you know, they're on their knees begging for whatever to save them because of the stuff that we had to go do and see. And and then there's the other light where some believed and then they're going the opposite direction because they're like, what the hell are we doing? here? And mm-hmm. why would and, this happen, right? And it's all the perception. And like, that's, again, I'm going to say that's why this is such a hard topic. So hard. It's, it's the per it's person i was ner i was nervous going into this one because i was like it's all opinions it it's not there's no right or wrong answer to be like there's no right or wrong answer. and it's a very easy topic to offend people in my opinion yeah yeah and that's i can uh, i can sit here and say what i believe all day long you can sit here and say what you believe all day long marks you can sit here and say what you believe all day long i can read what studies say but it's still individual yeah. and how their beliefs yeah, and that's it's still the, it's still the individual it doesn't matter what the studies say it doesn't matter what i say it's right. 
and that's why belief your beliefs are strong in certain things you know and that's why we're all individuals god made us that mm -hmm. way free will right and some people will say it's different it's just who we are and that's how we got here that's who we are. It's, it's very touchy <laughs> like now we're all just staring at each yeah. other like we help but it's and it's a gone. good thing though because having a a belief or a faith is not necessarily a bad or a good thing if it gives you what you need in that moment to pull yourself up off the ground go with it never mm. just give up because you feel like there's nothing there you gotta find that one thing you know and, and unfortunately sometimes people don't feel like they find that one thing it's really a mess up too because a lot of people that you know they rely on faith a lot of people make fun of them so that's another another thing people yeah. try to go they sway off of it because people are like hey like why do you believe in that it's not true blah 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 a lot of people you know they sway off of it when in reality that's how you cope that's how you cope exactly i mean i've, I've even had people recently say that to me because of what um, happened what i've seen i told them if it's what helping is helping me right now and i could be wrong in the end what does it matter if it's getting me through day to day right and i have my belief that i'm right that that if that's truly what gets me up in the morning and I'm going to keep studying and keep learning and keep doing it, then if that gets me to the finish line, then oh well. If I find out at the finish line I'm wrong, then that that sucks, but okay. Yeah, nobody can tell <laughs> me but me. Free yeah. will, right? Free will. So speaking on basically our free will and individuality this is like gonna lead into that david is it goggins mm -hmm. so this is where a lot of the individuality comes into play where he's saying to take accountability for your own actions basically is yeah, that what so you got out I, of it so what i got from the videos that i watched from him and the mental toughness is actually it ties in really well to this conversation because he believed cod put him here and in the situations he was in okay in order to build the toolbox for him and other people so he is a spiritual person he used spiritual coping to get him to where he was or where he is today okay. and that's a motivational speaker so they did kind of tie in together this week um weird right or is it coincidence <laughs> Uh, I don't know. See, and that's where perception and how you perceive it can, can tie in. Um, so yeah, it was it was brought up because we were talking about like breaking the stigma last podcast that he pushes mental toughness and again, it's perception. I was watching these and I did not feel he was pushing mental toughness. I felt he was pushing accountability. Okay. And that is how people kind of take it. I'm a little tougher on myself with accountability. So maybe I was watching this and I was like reflecting on myself. Um, and I, I took it that way because he was asked very seated questions in some of the interviews and stuff. 
And he never once said, like, you need to forget what you went through. It was always remember, like, where you come from. Okay. And, like, use where you came from as that, like, fuel to keep pushing you forward. And a lot okay. of times when you're told, like, the mental toughness, it's kind of just, like, forget about it and move on. He he wanted you to know and remember where you came from, so basically what you went through. Embrace, adapt, and overcome kind of thing or cope. Or cope. Yeah, he, he never once wanted you to just, like, eh, just, like, forget about it. Put it, it in the he back always... of your mind and just let go, right? He never wanted that. Um, yeah, no, it was always, um, you find one of the, uh, one of the things he said, that he understands that there's always barriers. You just have to learn to remove them. So he always advocated for you to get the help you needed. Okay. He knew it was going to take time. He knew that you were going to have to put the work in. And he always talked about how, like, he looked back on his journey and knew he recreated a new person. And that it took time. Okay. And that's kind of where I differed from, like, he wasn't pushing, like, the mental toughness. Because he knew, he knew it didn't happen overnight. He knew that he struggled. He knew that he cried in a room. And he knew, like, that he wasn't always super strong. Um, it's okay to not be okay. And that's what he said. He um he was also asked to um are you born with the toughness or can it be created? And he openly said both. He said some people are born with the freakness. And I I love that cuz he was like some people are just born tough. Um he oh. said but him he wasn't. Go ahead, Ryan. I was say I was born an asshole. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> And he, he said it took him years to be able to, like, develop this mindset. He still staggers. He still, like, sometimes gets in his head, and he has to, like, remember where he came from. So he always jumps back to that. So the mental toughness to him is being self-aware and being accountable that he's always going to constantly have to be working on that toughness. It's something that he thinks that unless you're one of those ones born with it, you're always going to be working on. Uh, he also said he mastered his mind. Instead of running away from his fears, he's faced them. So he's aware that he has fears. He's aware that he's going to stumble, but he chooses to take that second and then face them. Um, another interesting one that I watched was he said we all have a story. We all do have a story. That's the truth. <laughs> Not kidding. Uh, and he uh, he pulled somebody from the uh, audience person didn't know like he was going to be pulled so he just pulled a random person on the stage told him to think of something positive and he tried to push down his arms person was pretty strong couldn't push down his arms and then he was like all right now think about your story and where you started tried to push down his arms and he was a little weaker that time he was like do you see how that affected your physical strength because you were thinking about that negative story and he's like now let's think about where you are today and how you got there, and his strength came back. And that's kind of like the basis of his mental toughness was like, yeah, your story's always going to be there, but you have to keep that positive mentality of you're going to keep moving forward. And if you don't, and you have the victim mindset, then it is going to weaken you. It is going to weigh you down. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's when you start losing the war against yourself. 
It's not us against the world, it's the war against ourselves. Yeah, you are you, you are your worst enemy. One thousand percent. And your mind can be your worst enemy. Um, another big one that he uh talked about is when you're doing stuff and you're trying to just like fit into a crowd, you start to make a bunch of yourself that aren't really yourself. So you're like, oh, I this friend likes this, I'm going to like this, even if you don't really like it. Or you create this personality to match with this group of friends, or you make this personality that makes this person friends. And you never truly find who you are. That also affects you too. You need to be able to be like, I'm me. That is a form of mental toughness, is being able to find who you truly are. To be able to like stand in a room and tell someone like, hey, I don't like that. I'm not going to do that. Hey, I'm not into that type of music, so I'm not going to listen to it. Instead of just trying to conform to everyone around you, that's a form of mental toughness too. Is how, finding who you that, are. See how that tied into what we talked about a couple weeks ago? <laughs> These all seem to like piggyback off each other in some little way or shape or form, right? Being that same individual was, what was it, 4% of people? Mm-hmm. 4%, 4% of people, people are themselves day in and day out, no matter the situation in which they find themselves. Yeah. 4%. So finding that mental toughness is something that helps you get to that 4%. Um, Ties in together. Twerking. Uh, so he also talked about this. <laughs> Poopy pants mentality. Hell yeah, poopy pants. I'm still sitting in my dirty <laughs> poopy pants right now. Thanks for being out. So poopy in, pants mentality, all right? And that was where he started talking about the self-awareness and accountability and, like, depth. And it was understanding the differences between people's stories. And, like, you can ra be raised with a silver spoon in your mouth. But you can still also not be reaching your full capacity. Even though you've been given everything in your life and all this other stuff, that can affect you in a certain way too, that you just have this everything's going to get handed me mentality. So you wear your poopy pants and you kind of walk around with your legs spread and you're like, oh, everyone's going to hand everything to me. But then when you hit the real world, what do you do? Get smacked in the mouth. Yep. <laughs> That's what so, happens. You really do have poopy pants. But then it can go back to the other, like, somebody who was raised in an abusive household or something. They put this, like, cap on them that they don't deserve better. So then they have that poopy man's mentality that they can't get out of that same environment. So they stay in that same environment. So they're wearing their poopy pants. So yeah. they set a barrier for themselves. And he said, you have to get out of that mentality that on both spectrums he's said it's not just for one spectrum or the other he was explaining that it could be for either side that makes sense then um uh, yeah. i don't know if you guys ever heard of the like he's a rapper out of michigan he's pretty big known he's also like a kind of a christian rapper he doesn't use drugs alcohol profanity any of that and his rapping it's called he's nf no yeah. a lot of people have heard of him in yeah. one of his verses in his songs he goes 
I guess that's what happens when you see the world through a broken lens. Right? And that's that coming from the I don't deserve better mindset. Like everything that is happening is to me is meant to happen to me. And I'm only going to keep receiving all these negative things or these bad things happening to me because I deserve them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, every time I hear that song and I, I hear that, it, it was me as a child. Like I was so negative and so ah, just nasty to myself. And there's, there's a lot of stuff you could learn from NF. Like he, he talks about that and then he talks about like him having dark clouds and how you could oh, yeah. like fight and see the sunshine and everything. Man, there's there's a NF's, lot of stuff. Hey, NF's an, an amazing artist. Do you, oh, yeah. do you know of NF, Alyssa? I've heard a few of his, yeah. Oh, he's, but he's got a song. Crazy. It says, Why Would You Leave Us? I think is the name of it. Mm, and don't that do that. You're going to make me cry. I've been so, crying a lot this week. Don't do that to me. <laughs> so it's about <laughs> his mother's drug addiction. And it hit home for me because me and my brother and my sister was older, so it wasn't that bad. But my mom... I was 10 years old when my mom left because she was struggling with drug addiction, you know, and she ended up taking her own life, suicide. So that's, I think, a lot where me and Alyssa relate with the suicide at a young age with our mothers. So um, that song, like, it, the first time I ever heard it, I, like, I was sobbing like a, like a kid, man. It, it smacked me right in the face. So I'll give it a week before I listened to it. I had to call Casey yesterday because I was crying for, like, two hours. I was like, tell the tears to stop. <laughs> Yeah, there's a uh, lot of his songs that really hit home, man. Because it's just everything he says. It's just like so passionate, crazy. so yeah. real in his music. Yep. And he doesn't yep. need he to talk. Feels it. No, yeah. he definitely he feels it. Does. You can feel it for him <laughs> yeah. in his songs. Yep. Like he's yep. screaming yep. at the mic at some points. Like, but it's not like it's just you can feel it deep down, just all coming out aggressive at the mic, and he still hurts from it from his childhood, but. He's letting it out in music. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to find that way to, like, oh. I mean, say, <laughs> and everyone's going to be different in how they cope. And mm -hmm. you might have multiple ways you cope. I have, like, endless ways that I, some days, I need a whole new way to cope because that the normal ways aren't working. working. Yeah. And I got to go find another new, like a new way. Cause I'm like, my brain is not happy with the ways I've been doing it. So I got to find a new way. Right. Right now for me, gaming is usually where I've always ran to when I needed to be away from everything. Right. I can't, I softball and was one of mine as I got older and couldn't play baseball no more. But softball yeah. was like one of my things, but I can't play no more in video games right now. I'm going to you right now, video games ain't it right now either. Cause there ain't a damn game out right now. That's worth playing. It's crazy that we talk about this because I was just telling you before, Alyssa, I have like chronic pain and stuff and like all this other mental stuff. Well, speaking of coping, I used to run. Like I was, I was in cross country. I ran like on the daily, but I have chronic pain in my foot. My foot's fucked up, so I can't now. So trying to figure out what to do, when to do, how to do now. Pretty tough. And yet sometimes like I wake up in the morning and I'm like, how am I going to cope today? You know how it's I'm literally as soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm like, God, how am I gonna do? You know do how it? I'm coping right now? Work. Oh. And I was gonna say right now, I have a new hire and an intern, and I'm just pouring all my knowledge into them, and just watching them learn and light up that I'm able to teach them something is literally just like my 
I go into work and I'm like, here's your list of things I want to teach you today. And it gives you, it gives you your purpose, right? It gives you, yeah. Your, and it's, and that's yeah. your way of coping right now. For me, I'm working as much as I possibly can. And it's being around my old partner. I got my old partner back. So it was like, we got an apprentice under us and another new guy to the union. So it's like, we're just having fun, laughing, joking around. And we talk constant crap to each other all day, but in a joking manner. But we have fun mm -hmm. and we get the job done. Mm -hmm. And Mark's maybe, I don't know, like, you can't run right now, but yeah. get your kids to go run. <laughs> Teach them how, like, the right techniques to run. All I know, I, running, all so I just running. When, all, I <laughs> see, all I see when Mark's runs is these, like, little legs. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> And no, like we, I used to be in Washington and that like, we were like, like my family is all central. And then we went to Washington, had nobody up there, like nobody. So now we're back near my family and everything. So awesome. Man. Been a lot, it's been a lot, you know, a lot better. It's been helpful. It's, it's good. I'm just around family all the time now. So it's been good. And that's one thing holding me and Chantel from moving. We want the hell out of it. We talk about tough. it. We talk about it all the time. Like, what? Where can we go? I looked into Georgia to be down by her best friend and stuff, and the union was good down there. Till I got the pay scale, it wasn't so good no more. We'll go from making from. I'm almost at forty dollars an hour. These guys are down at twenty seven still, and I'm like, eh, that's not happening. Ain't no way. No, the housing market down there is costing more than ours, and you make less. Not a good combination. So. We halted that for now. Plus, my dad's going to be 76 next week. Her mom's a little bit older, health issues. And we'd like, but if we go anywhere, her mom's gone with us. That's all we figured out. Like, can't leave her behind. Um, But me personally, I would feel like a complete piece of crap if I left and something happened to my dad and I wasn't there instantly. So that's, that's one of the biggest things that's holding me back from moving. Yeah. Um, that mental toughness. Brought right? me back. Here. So I brought you back. My dad's my dad's here. Yeah. What what are you don't what are you looking at here? I don't want to interrupt you because we're having a we're good having conversation. A, oh, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't want to go too far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, am I going to go to my, my last three little check marks or I don't want to be like inconsiderate and be like, all right, you're done. <laughs> Get the hell off the mic. All right. Well, now that I made you guys feel awkward, I'm going to go to the next hey, go one. Go to the next one here. <laughs> Really, what would be awkward is I have an Under Armour shirt on. Mark's has an Under Armour shirt on, but he stole his from his kid. So, oh, do I? <laughs> wait, do I have the logo on this bitch? I got the shorts on too. <laughs> no, Holly just got them for me. Uh, bought them in the kids' uh, section. It's okay, dude. Save money. Look. <laughs> All right, Alyssa, check more. Check point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so we, I brought up the barriers cause I skipped ahead a little bit earlier cause it uh, fell in the place, but there was an example he used and Mark's going to use you too. Cause it's about a runner, um, about like the barriers. You need to go to the source when you're dealing with stuff. So I used an example of a runner that complained about his left knee. So he just like stopped running cause he was like, oh, my left knees hurt. But really 
the source of all of his problems was actually his right hip. And when he was running, he was compensating, causing the pain in his left knee. And if if he would have just went to the doctors and like figured out what was going on, he could have gotten his, running. Left, his right hip fixed and the pain in his left knee would have went away and he could have kept running. Um, and that's like, he went into that more in depth when he was talking about that with like the mental toughness of when you go to the source, you're going to have to like my favorite thing, beep bop around up there of, I feel this over here, but why? And you're going to go here and then you're going to go here. And then you're like, Oh, well, I, the reason why all of this act is acting this way is because of something back here. There's a source that is causing this like chain reaction of different things. You got to find out where the source is coming from, essentially. Yeah. The tough part right now is waiting. Oh waiting. my god. <laughs> you two relate a lot on that one. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh my god. Like, yeah. And then I've you had, get close to the so point. Much. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've had so much, like, ah, just basically rejection. It's, it's all like, hey, can I get this done? Like, I need to figure out if it's this and they're just like we're gonna do this for you instead and it's just a bunch of weight and a bunch of bullshit and it's just going nowhere <laughs> i'm bullshit, I'm bullshit. <laughs> so like i feel you bro i had a sleep apnea test august 7th got a call the other day we're gonna reschedule it for later on i'm like no we ain't they're like well sorry but we have we have to for a later date they give me a date that's like another month and a half out um <laughs> here comes hootie he goes are we talking about the va medical system in no way we're talking about va right not at all um and it it sucks you ain't lying trying to get the source though sometimes a little bit harder than everybody thinks it is and the people and that he did yeah. i was gonna say he did talk about it he um he was a navy seal like he talked about all like it a lot of it, I mean, when you're doing like the mental stuff, a lot of it's like a personal, you got to sit right, there and yeah, you got yeah, you to fight yourself. But yeah. You guys are talking about the physical, you guys, that's a little different, yeah. especially if you don't know the VA, but like. <laughs> but yeah. We yeah. relate to that beep, boop, beep, bop thing you say in the movie, the movie Inside Out always comes to my head, the kids movie, man, because it's like oh, all yeah. your different emotions and they, they say beep, boop, beep, boop. In that show, and that's what they're bopping around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it always cracks me up. They all that. creep up when you're be bopping around in there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mental toughness is something that is. It's, I think it's more self-talk, genetic, and because not everybody's the same. You have to mm -hmm. find that way to be mentally tough for yourself. It might not be the same thing your brother and sister or genetically yeah um, and i feel like with him it wasn't like that your emotions didn't matter he at least the videos i watched that he was like presenting like your emotions really did matter like it was just figuing out how to place them and how to really channel your emotions that's one of the biggest and how things. to like hold yourself accountable so i really struggled because like there is some like mental toughness people that are just like Forget about how you feel and just keep going. And again, I could have just missed those videos that maybe he is like that. And I don't agree with that aspect of it. If like that aspect of mental toughness, but the, what I've seen of what 
I'm gonna watch more and see, like, maybe I'll come back and be like, okay, maybe. But, like, what I've seen of him, it's just very much holding yourself accountable, and I'm 100%, like, I hold myself accountable every day. I'm like, what am I gonna do today to, like, do better? And, like, you're gonna have days where you mess up. It's like... Messing up is part of our nature. Yeah, like, we're... Because that's how we learn. Mm -hmm. We're imperfect people, and he hit that in certain points, too. But it's understanding that you got to keep going. You got to keep telling yourself, like, okay, I messed up today. Tomorrow I got to do better. Or, like, this afternoon I got to do better. It's all that stuff. So I. And another thing to touch off that you said to, like, channel your emotions. And you got to identify exactly which emotion you're Because you could feel multiples, but you got to figure out which one is hurting you the most or helping you at the time. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay to feel anger because that's our number one felt emotion as human beings. It's the first one majority of us relate to. Um, and they're, they're instinctual to go to. Um, I am. I'm angry all the damn time. I've said this time and time out. I've been a lot better lately than I have been probably in the last seven, eight years. I just, I've, I'm in a different element for myself because I'm starting to see more things come together recently than they have in a long time. So it's, it's different for me right now. Finding my emotions is a lot easier. I've been a lot better with my children. Wife, I mean, it's, it's big for me. My wife made a little home repair the other day and usually I would come home and be like, what the f are you doing? But said I thought or it'd be okay. I cleaned up the problem and helped pull it back to what we could do to fix it instead of anything. And I never got angry. And I was like, I think she was more shocked at me not being pissed off than me cleaning it up. But and it was, it was a lot easier on everybody. Yeah. And, uh, so like speaking of that, I bought two books recently. Well, she said, don't be talking about my indiscretion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I recently bought two books, and one's called The Middle Finger Project, and one's like, owning owning your own self again. And I haven't started reading them yet, but a lot of it is about, like, understanding that those, um, the anger and the sadness, when emotions that we, like, feel are not appropriate are very appropriate they're, they're human nature they're gonna happen but like you're saying using them in an appropriate way right and I'm super excited to actually read I just bought them yesterday so obviously I didn't she'll have them done tonight chat don't worry <laughs> <laughs> highlighted and organized by sticky note and everything no <laughs> um, but like I'm Especially, like, the Middle Finger Project, because it is based off of, like, you owning truly just, like, not really, I mean, maybe giving the middle finger to people and being like, I'm, mm, this is for me, I'm going to, like, take control of my life. But also, like, controlling those emotions in a way of that is very productive, because there are ways where you can use your anger or use your sadness to really help you move forward in life. And they're there, they're there, you're supposed to have them, you just got to use them in the right way. Marks is mute and he doesn't know it. 
Awkward. No, I'm just kidding. You are muted still, but oh, oh, he's gone. <laughs> welcome to welcome to electronics and audio issues. I completely lost my train of thought. Well, I'm gonna do the last two. Perfect. Absolutely. Hopefully, perfect. he's back by then. Uh, so this one, just because my belief system is a little different than David's. He said, everyone needs to suffer a little bit. Suffering is a fact of life. I put a question mark beside it because I'm like, uh, I believe that Satan is testing me. So, like, I can see why he believes that because he believes that God put him in these positions. So if somebody has that belief, I can see why they would agree. So I, I just wrote that note. I put a question mark next to it because I wanted to be fair to everyone's and, beliefs right so he believes right. that everybody should suffer that everyone has to suffer a little bit in order to like truly get to where they need to in life so he believes like there's a plan and uh suffering is a fact of life so you, for you to truly be fully capable of your brain you have to suffer in order to know true happiness and that a lot yeah i i am I'm indifferent to it, but yeah, I I don't, I don't think they should suffer. How about that? I feel like it's the wrong word. Yeah. Do I feel like people need to go through hardship to find a little about, about a little bit more about themselves? Absolutely. Do I? So think yeah, maybe suffer was just a harsh word for it. Very. I did. I could word. show you my notes when I was watching. I put a question mark next to it because I was like, oh, I'm not too fond right. of it, but I'm gonna really. I'm going to be personally, accepting of it. Chat, chat <laughs> said, I think personal experience is the best teacher, but the seems a little drastic. Right. So, yeah. right. Suffer is not the word. We don't want nobody to suffer, right? You, you don't want nobody to suffer. I could literally try to put like a question mark next to it. To so self-reflect like, in darkness? <laughs> to self-reflect in hard times and darkness to see how grimy you really can get, I'll say. Like, yeah, can, do yeah. you have that grit in you to keep pushing forward or are you going to buckle i do think it does help create that mental toughness when you do face it you had adversity right so like you need that and so that's why i'm like uh but yeah the suffer was a harsh word for me and i put a question mark next to it because i wanted everyone else to like have their they're all and like i agree with chat everyone's open to their opinion on it i i'm indifferent to it i don't want to say like that's why I wrote it down. I'm just going to put it out there for everyone to take with it what they want. Yeah, I think I agree. Suffer, suffer is a very harsh right. word. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't sit right. <laughs> so I'm glad I put my little question mark there because he said it and my face cringed a little bit. And I was on the only spot where I was really like, ooh, buddy, I don't agree, but, but we're going to. You know what that comes from is that's from other people that they're not necessarily worried about themselves. They more want other people to feel what they felt, I believe. And it's possible. You I know, mean, I, I wouldn't want anyone to ever feel what I felt. So, like, right, and that's where some people do want other people <laughs> to feel that way because they want to know, like, this is how bad my life really was. When really, I want everybody to succeed and do great things in their lives, regardless of how they have to get there, what they got to do. Sometimes you got to take not so good stepping stones to get to a better place in your life. Yeah, like everybody's against people, like. 
working working at McDonald's as a childhood, like it's it's as a it's a high school job, I get it. It's one of those that you do at a high school to learn work ethic and do things and use that as stepping stone to do more things in your life or figure out what you want to do. But some people have to start over and go right back to that re-stepping stone like their whole life. So, I don't know. You can go all the way up to the top just to fall hard. That's true. I, yeah. But, um, so there was that one. And the last one is he talks about that almost everyone only uses about 40% of your capability because of fear. And I, I do agree with that because a lot of people do shy away because they're fearful. And some people will step over that 40% because they want to face it head on. And then some people will go back. And he talked about like the mental toughness for stepping over that line of fear. Um, so I get that 100% because I'm facing it right now. So I have, there you go. I have an opportunity that I was fronted with about four and a half years ago to join the electrician's union. And I turned it down because it was a $20 pay cut. At the time, it sounded stupid. But now I look back during all this time, I would be at the $52 an hour right now versus me thinking about it again because I just ran into the same guy that offered it to me last time on the job. He's like, well, still doing that? Carpenters, huh? You could already been journeyed out in the electricians if you'd have just came over. And I'm like, dude, like there's still time. You're only 35. Don't be scared. Go ahead and call Nick now and we'll do it all over again. Get it all started. For $20 an hour pay cut. So that fear has now smacked me down once. Do I let it do me do it again? I don't know if I am gonna let it. I, I don't idea but, uh, yeah, but i start out at i go from making 38 48 an hour down to uh, 22 dollars an hour for five months then i go back up to 28 and then in a year i'll be at 34 so i'm in a year i'll be back to basically what i'm making now i mean it's, a year goes by pretty quickly a lot of traveling ah uh, not really i do the same traveling to the job site i'm on now Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically the same jobs, just different trade. And I just look at all the electricians. I hate to say it, but them guys are so smiley and happy all the time. The only reason we're smiling and happy is because we're making fun of each other and joking around. It's not <laughs> because we're making like fifty-five dollars an hour just to stand around. And on a Saturday, they're all just gloating around, drinking coffee and eating donuts and stuff. And here we are, killing ourselves trying to make it a buck. You know? And they're making seventy-five dollars an hour to bullshit all day and don't get it's me wrong they work hard though i was gonna say yeah one wrong move and they're frying themselves though so yeah oh. i almost did the same thing sharp <laughs> what are you giggling about i don't know if marks is making big eyes at me saying frying themselves oh. or <laughs> yeah I was like, <laughs> uh, okay, my bad. I, I have to read those AHAs before they go in to do that stuff. So I, I know the the risk. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. what do you guys call them? HS Sparkies? Well, AHAs? Sparkies, yeah, we do call them Sparkies. <laughs> what do you, got? you guys got 10 knockers, too? 
Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we have all kinds of names, but AHAs. AH. What? What is that? A and oh. so there's the job hazard analysis. There's uh, AHA. I can't remember what the A stands for. That's... But there's MOPs, method of procedures, all kinds of shit. So crazy. They just think so wild, dude. Yeah. But that's topic for another day. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll talk that in the my belief on religion, Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just send you an email with all the paperwork that we do. That's crazy because we I do, do like one. We do. Thing, pre, we one do. We do, do PTAs, pre-task analysis. That's one. Yeah. Okay, PTPs. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they're all different across companies. Wild. They're all essentially like the same thing. They all just have different names. Right. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. my god. <laughs> I love it, Udi. The only thing I do religiously anymore is bong rips. <laughs> In legal states, by the way. Legal states. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Uh so that covers both topics for today, right? Mm -hmm. Unless the chat has anything for us. Besides your bong ribs, Hootie, you got anything else for us? <laughs> Anybody in chat got any comments or anything they would like to see us talk about future? He's going to um, take one real quick. Yeah, he's already hit it a couple of times waiting. <laughs> Alyssa, you all, you all set? Marks, got anything else for the chat? Or No? I was going to say something earlier, and I forgot because my mic was messing up. Well, yeah, helps if you had your audio in tune, you know? No, it's all good until the time I'm about to talk, and it's like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm out. Well, when you wake up at 3 in the morning and need to talk about it, just call me, right? Because you know yeah. you're going to remember and be like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> all, all, right. Right. all right, you guys. Chat, again, here we are at the end of this podcast. I want to thank you for being here and your comments concerns and everything and we look forward to seeing you guys here in two weeks uh look forward to this we're going to try to continue at the same time i believe if there's anything to change we will let you know and uh on behalf of fly high wi-fi we just want to say thank you and have a great day bye, bye.